Today's episode is sponsored by ChrisTaylorRacing.com. Welcome to Driven to Compete, where we interview badass, high-performing individuals to learn more about their competitive spirit and share their stories as a form of inspiration for our community. here with Billy Glavin, the co-owner of Junior the Third Racing. That's right. <laughs> and, and are you in, um, you're in Mooresville, yep. is that right? I was, uh, you know, I know that we met at the VIR track uh, a couple weeks ago, whenever you were there with your race team and uh, racing with the BMW group. And I happened to have the week off after that. And so I was messing around in the Mooresville area, and we got to tour um, a couple different uh, shops, um, and we saw you on the map oh, there great. too, just like a few blocks from where oh, you we were. Come, yeah, we should come over. <laughs> I, I know. I felt like I've already taken too much no, of your time, so I didn't want to problem. Barge in well, on I've been you. happy to host you. Um, well, uh, yeah, I'll get to see it next time I'm in town, so I, I kind of know where you're at. Now, yeah, so that's yeah, perfect. It's Race City, Race City, USA. Um, yeah, I, exactly. So, uh, I, I got, I got the chance to talk to Spencer Boyd on the NASCAR truck series and did an interview with him and, um, several other people the following weekend at VIR with the SCC. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was super productive, you know, 12 days and, uh, it was really, really great to meet you and your dad. And, uh, we're, we were doing this interview now because, uh, the last time we tried this, I, I lost the audio. So uh, you're very oh, gracious no to, to give me some more time. I uh, want to give everybody a chance to meet you, learn more about your business. And, uh, so, so let's just start with, uh, what are you doing right now? And, 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 and the different things you have planned. Sure. For this year. Yeah, absolutely. So currently we are. Uh, racing in a, a fair amount of series. Uh, our most prominent series, we race a LMP3 car, the number 30 Airbnb car in WeatherTech. Um, we are doing the full season in that, which starts for our class. You can run Daytona. We opted out of Daytona because it's a non-points race. So we started our season at Sebring with the 12 hour. Um, and then where our next race for that car is Watkins Glen for the six hour. And then it's pretty much every month after that, uh, goes Watkins Glen, Mossport, or uh, Canadian Tire Motorsports Park, sorry, the correct name. Um, and then we go to Road America, then to Indianapolis, and then the end of the season at Petit Le Mans at Road Atlanta. So that's our WeatherTech car. Um, then we're also running a car in the VP Challenge, an LMP3 as well in the VP Challenge series, which is the new series for this year, uh, all sprint races. We did Daytona and Sebring as well. We uh, won both races down at Sebring, had a great weekend down there. Um, we have a pretty heavy vintage schedule. We do SVRA and HSR, just depending on the, the dates and the schedule. Um, we did SVRA at um, Sebring. We were down at Sebring a lot this year already. Um, and then we do BMW Club. We were there two weekends ago at VIR running a, a BMW Z4 GT3, as well as two M2s. Um, and then we are now venturing into WRL as well. Uh, I just signed up a couple hours ago for two entries for Daytona. We're going to do the 14 hour down there with, uh, two Aston Martin GT4s, uh, for our customers. So 
we're that will be our first WRL race as a team. Um, but we're really looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, so we, we stay pretty busy. So you mentioned, you mentioned something that I think was the 12 hour at Sebring, right? Um, that was the one that was a heartbreak, wasn't it? It was, it was a heartbreak. We, um, we had a great race going, a great race car. We had the fastest car on track by a mile. Um, we had all of our driver changes done. We had our pro in the car, uh, had about a 90 second lead that got wiped out with the caution. And then subsequent after that, we got taken out by a tire. Um, an LMP two team had a, a hub failure going into turn one, their tire came off the car. The whole assembly came off the car at a hundred plus miles an hour, went about 50 feet into the air and just happened to come down right on our left front. Our driver almost missed it. He saw it at the very last second. It was dark, a big black tire, dark night um, coming from the sky. It's not like your headlights are pointed up that way anyways. Uh, and it came like a meteor out of nowhere. And he, he did happen to see it and he swerved as hard as he could to the right. And it, it hit our car probably six inches uh, into the bodywork on the left front. Uh, unfortunately, it hit hard enough that it ripped the lower control arm mount out of the chassis. Um, you know, damaged the nose. We were able to change the nose on pit road, but we could not fix the control arm mount. And um, so that was the end of our race. 90 minutes to go, having led at the four hour, the six hour, the eight hour, the 10 hour. Uh, hadn't hit anything all day. Car was clean as a whistle. And, and actually, we changed the nose. And after you changed the nose, if you didn't know the suspension was hanging out, you, would, you wouldn't think, why, why is that car retired? Because uh, it looked perfect, even with the, with the damage. So it was certainly a heartbreaker for us. We, we ran a great race up until that point. And, uh, but we're excited to get back to Watkins Glen. It's, unfortunately, it's a really long break right now. Um, allows us to get some other stuff done. But we actually have a longer break now from Sebring to Watkins than we had from Petite to Daytona. So this is kind of like our LMP3 oh, wow. off season right now. Um, but we got plenty of other stuff to keep us busy, like the BMW event and, and a bunch of testing upcoming as well. Awesome. So you <clears throat> tell me a little bit about how you got started in this. I mean, your, your dad's been involved. Yes. Was he even involved? No. Nope. So my dad was a businessman his whole career. Um, fortunate enough that we started racing together. Um, when I was in high school, we, we bought a street car, a BMW 2002, 76, 2002, um, that we had aspirations to turn into a track car. And by the time we got done making it a street car, we realized it was, it was too nice to turn into a race car. So we ended up buying a, uh, 1989 BMW M3, E30 M3 at the time it was, you know, this was early two thousands. It was just another old BMW. It wasn't, anything special like it is now and we turned that into our, our track car and then ultimately our race car i got my race license the day after i turned 18 um and been bmw club racing kind of ever since we still have that car we actually still have the 2002 and and the m3 um so my dad and i always kind of raced together as a hobby um and i realized pretty early on uh probably in high school right around the time we got to 2002 that cars and racing was something I wanted to do for a living. So I got a degree in physics um, from a college in Vermont called Middlebury College. And right after I got that, uh, graduated from there, I actually started at Hendrick Motorsports. Um, I worked in the doing damper uh, engineering stuff as well as chassis plate setup. Uh, did that for a couple of years, then left Hendrick to go on the supply side, providing safety equipment for racers for, from a company called HMS Motorsport. Um, and then my dad retired from his real career, 
and wanted to race more and I couldn't keep up nights and weekends. Um, I was, you know, tapped out. So we decided to start junior three racing as an official company to service some vintage cars and, and have an excuse to go to the track more. And it's now, we started that in 17 officially and it's kind of ballooned from there. Um, we now take care of probably 20 plus vintage cars. As I mentioned, we have two Aston Martin GT4s. We have three, four LMP3s, um, and 18,000 square foot shop, two tractor trailers. So it's, it's been a big grow over the last six years, but it's been a lot of fun to get to where we are now. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. So what about, what about, you know, a few years from now, what are your aspirations? What do you, what, 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 what do you want it to look like a few years? Um, I love, so right now we're all customer racing, um, which is great. I, I love customer racing. We, we run, you know, whether it's vintage or even at our IMSA level, it, it's all for gentlemen drivers and, and customers. Um, I would love at some point to have one of those customers be a, an OEM or, or a level program like that. Um, you know, having come from NASCAR and, and seeing the, the resources that the OEMs can bear to a program, I, I feel like it would be a lot of fun to, to have that. But, um, you know, that that's my ultimate goal. In the meantime, it's just, frankly, to stay where we are. And, and just we've already made it to WeatherTech. We made it to WeatherTech very quickly. Um, we started our, our LMP3 program as a prototype challenge class, which is the feeder series. Um, we did that. We did our first race in 2019, and then we did our first WeatherTech race in 2021. 20, uh, and so it was a quick, pretty quick step up. So it made it easy for us to make that transition. We didn't have to learn a new car to do it. Um, but that's been a lot of fun. I think, um, you know, we've enjoyed staying at the, or we have enjoyed the last two seasons of WeatherTech competition and, and really want to stay there. That's the pinnacle of road course racing in the u.s so staying there is going to be a challenge but a lot of fun awesome so did did covid have any effect on you guys or what did you see what happened to you guys during so COVID? we shut down for like two weeks <laughs> um so you know we were at uh sebring testing i was actually at a test with our lmp3 program um when the nba canceled their first game and we were getting ready for the upcoming Sebring race. And we got the news that this virus had been coming. And, and then when the NBA canceled, we kind of realized, all right, we're, this is probably going to come to us. Um, and sure enough, a day or two later, IMSA canceled Sebring. Um, then pretty quickly after that, we, you know, we kind of went to two shifts. We split the shop in half and would have guys come in at different hours in case one group got sick than the other group. And we had plenty of shop projects to keep up on and, and I wanted to keep the guys engaged and, and working and busy. And we knew, you know, I don't want to say early on, but we had a feeling that, you know, since our sports outside and they were going to make a figure out a way to, to get us back racing, 
Um, I think we went back on track. So that was what, first week of March. We got back on track in May at a test day at VIR. And then um, we had our first race uh, in July with Sebring with IMSA. And then we went like July, we ran our whole season. That's normally a 10 month season. We ran in four months. It was, it was wild. Oh, yeah. Wow. So we raced Sebring in July, which I don't recommend. Um, and we yeah. raced on a Sunday and we had already had a test schedule that road America that, or sorry, race Saturday. We had a test schedule that Monday at road America. So my truck driver and I packed up the truck and drove straight from Sebring, Florida to Plymouth or to Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. It was, uh, it was quite the haul and got there and how, how it was, uh, how long is with stops and everything it was like 22 hours. Oh, yeah, so, that's okay. Do you guys swap off? Yeah, or? so, you know, we run a commercial truck, so we have to follow the commercial rules. And so each of us, oh, each of us are allowed to uh, drive the um, uh, 11 hours. So basically one of us started, drove its entire 11 hours, and then the other one rested, and then the next person drove their 11 hours, and we were there. And so we showed up, um, threw the keys to the truck to the mechanic to the rest of the guys that didn't have to drive up, and said, "It's your problem now. I'm going to get a shower." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's crazy. I I was um you know I was at VIR this past this past weekend, and I was going to drive back from there to Austin. Now it wasn't a big rig; it was just my car, but um I I did it. I did 17 hours, and I don't know how. Yeah, I Yeah, that's a that long time, long, but. Um, I, I don't ever want to do that again. <laughs> yeah, so I, I still drive all the rigs, so I, I get on the road. I drive uh, a tractor or a semi truck more than I drive a race car these days. But um, it will be um, it will be a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to do that drive, and I like driving the trailers. It's it's good time. Cool. So um, you and your dad have raced against each other quite a bit, then, right? Uh, I want to say against each other. We've never actually had two cars that are the same class that we can go and race against each other, but we have raced with each other and, and split cars and, and, uh, you know, driven the same car back to back. Yes. Okay, cool. So, um, I, you know, we talked about the seat ring being kind of the heartbreak. Um, what, what was probably the highlight of, of, um, your racing so far? Ooh. The thing that made you the so most I've had a lot of highlights. I mean, it's hard to pick one. Um, you know, we have yet to win at the WeatherTech level. Uh, we've come very close. We've finished second four times now, including our first Petit Le Mans. We finished second. Um, last year, we finished second as well at Petit uh, by only a second after 10 hours. It was like a second and a half, I think. We were right on the gearbox of the Andretti car, just couldn't get around them. So those have all been great. The, you know, our first Petit finishing second under the lights with the fireworks was fantastic. We finished second at our first Sebring. Uh, that was a lot of fun as well. So, I don't, I don't have one particular, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to win a bunch of championships at, at Hendrick when I was there. I was never a full-time road guy. I was, you know, in the shop, but it was still, you felt as important or as involved. Um, so I was fortunate enough to kind of start my race career, you know, I think my first three years at Hendrick, Jimmy won championships. So it was pretty special time to be there. And I, I was very fortunate for that. And then just since I've started my company, we've, we've had a lot of fun. Um, had a lot of success and, uh, you know, knocking on that door for that weather tech win. We, we had it lined up at Sebring and it, <laughs> it just got taken from us. Uh, well, you'll, you'll get there, man. It sounds like you were dominant. Yeah, no, so. we had a great car and, and great driver lineup and everybody, you know, did their jobs and, and it was, it was a lot of fun. 
Um, the Petit Le Mans that's coming up later in, I guess, October. Um, I do plan on going oh, there, great. so I'll, I'll swing by and say hi if I don't see you at another track before yeah, that. So. We're usually there, so if there's something going on at a track, we'll, we'll be there. We're, we get out a lot. We, I think last year we did like 34 awesome. different events. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, um, let me ask you this. Um, how? What's the best way for people to get a hold of you? And if there's, if there's room or availability in any of your sure. programs for maybe another gentleman – yeah. driver where where so we go? have a website www.junior3racing.com we're on instagram we're on facebook uh twitter you, all those places you can google us um our contact info our shop as you said is is on google it's right in here in mooresville uh right down the road from penske and gopro and, and all the other race teams in town mm-hmm. um so any of those ways will get directly in contact with me um and then yeah, happy to talk to anybody. We, you know, we're we run any kinds of equipment. Um, you know, our, our P3s have been a lot of fun for us. We thoroughly enjoy them. They're a great platform as a race car for gentlemen drivers. They're safe. They're fast. Um, they're relatively inexpensive to ro- operate and definitely relatively inexpensive to fix. Um, we've got the the two GT4 Aston or BMW M2 CS Rs. Um, and then our vintage fleet is pretty wide ranging. Anything from our, our Z4 GT3, which is considered a vintage car because you can't race it competitively anymore, all the way to we have a 1971 Ferrari 365 GTB that we take care of, Daytona. So we we can kind of do it all anywhere in between. Awesome. Now, the just spelling out the website. Um, it's I, yeah, I-I-I, sorry. Okay, jriii.racing.com. Yep, yep. I'm the third. That's where the name comes from. So my dad's William Francis Glavin Jr. I'm William Francis Glavin the third. So that's where the Junior Three Racing comes from. It it often gets pronounced JR Three Racing or other ways, but it's, it's really Junior Three Racing is the right way to say it. Yep. Junior Three Racing. Cool. Um, man, I really Absolutely. appreciate your any, time. Absolutely. Anytime. I was happy to talk to you. I want to thank you for listening or watching Drive to Compete. It's been a pleasure sharing this episode, and I hope that we've provided some inspiration and entertainment along the way. I absolutely love hearing from you, and I promise I'll personally respond to every comment, every question, and every request. If you want to connect, start with our website, driventocompete.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. Whether you reach out or not, please like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, go kick some ass.